0: Welcome to another edition of the Thursday Night Throwdown. Presented by the Sideline Junkies and sponsored by Anchor FM. You got the man in the hour, the tower pile power, two sweet to ever be sour, the
1: What up? What up?
0: And then you have me, the big guy, KG. Uh, we coming to you. It's late for us. This is about the latest we record during the week because everybody gotta either get up and go to work or they got. Kids attend to and make sure they in school, so, but we're not going to be here long. We're not here for a long time, but we're going to be here for a good time. But we're, we're going to start off with just a few thoughts of climate right now in the United States of America. For those of you that don't understand, yesterday was a very, very rough day. A uh, grand jury came back, Kentucky. And... We have been saying, we've said it on the show plenty of times, uh, arrest the police officers that killed Breonna Taylor. You know, the arrest is the first part. Then comes the prosecution. Then comes the sentence. But uh, as of right now, we're not going to get any of that because the grand jury came back and only decided to charge one officer with three counts of wanton endangerment. So the walls that led to other apartments where bullets went Through and and probably through the wall. I'm not sure if they went through, but they got more justice than she did. Uh, To be quite honest, it pisses me off. Uh, Not only just that, but the the, the comments from people who believe anything that they read, instead of doing their own research, they believe that she was involved in drugs. Oh, her boyfriend shot first. you know, if you choose to live that type of life, that's what you get. If you have to sit around and you have to justify why an innocent woman lost her life, it didn't matter if she was black, white, Hispanic, Asian, purple, alien. I don't care. It didn't matter. She was still innocent when she lost her life. And we are not going to get justice as of right now. If that doesn't outrage you as a human being, I'm going to need you to take your two fingers, put them on your neck, and check your pulse, see if you're really alive. Because you, to me, you're dead inside. And I read a lot of comments that rile me up and piss me off. But I try not to let it get to me. Because ignorance is bliss. You'll believe anything that anybody says. is. Now, Delonte, I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'll let you take the floor and and. and you get your feelings out about it. But if I, whether I'm the police, whether I'm coming to rob you, if I kick down your door
1: at 12.45 at night, what's
0: the first thing you want to do? I'm
1: going to jump up. I'm going to jump up because more than likely, me being me at 12.45 a.m., I'm asleep. You know what I'm saying? Like We, we, uh, we sleep. So I'm going to jump up, and you know what I'm saying? As, as, as the, the man you know of, of the the house you know i got to i got to check and see um you know what what the commotion is about you exactly know, i don't really have the, the, the mind all the you know maybe i have the mind all to grab something you know cuz it is 12:45 and i had somebody forced to my residence but you know nonetheless you know the the, the first <clears throat> line of action is is to jump up because you got to protect you know what I'm saying? The other people in your household.
0: And you know, you got people that saying, oh, well, he shouldn't, he should have wondered who it was. You but you kicking down a door. And you thinking, now, here's the crazy part, you know, Second Amendment right, right to bear on. That's what everybody talks about. But because you shot at police who you didn't know were police who didn't announce themselves, were in plain clothes. You shot at them, and they shot each other on top of shooting blindly through a closed window and other things. But y'all claiming that this gentleman who's protecting the home that he shares with his girlfriend with a legal firearm, he was wrong. I I hate saying stuff like that. It angers me. The comments, the whole situation angers. And it's not just her case it's Elijah McClain uh, it's the, the, the uh, young kid that was 16 years old that was in, the, in, in the, uh, the group home that they seven adults laid on and then he's unconscious and they still didn't get him any help he died two days later it, it's several cases but everybody wants to say oh they're criminal so it's okay you know That they died because they're criminal. But you got the cat that shot up a movie theater. He was arrested without incident. The cat that shot up the church killed nine people. He was arrested without incident and taking the bag on uh, Burger King. But he's a criminal. He's a criminal. I just, I I can't
1: But. Before we move
0: on, Devonta, you got any thoughts or feelings about it?
1: Man? Uh I mean it's just, you know, 2020 being 2020. Uh in regards to the uh to the verdict and this you know the, the the bull crap charges that were uh that was laid upon. You know, it's just it's 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 such a shame, man. You know, and then the I, I believe the the uh settlement um, was kind of used that you know they they were hope that, that that try to sue things with that settlement but nah come on come better you know what I'm saying come better than that
0: Whew. exactly uh, but we're not going to dwell on it we're not going to devote a whole show to it even though we could we could devote a whole show to all of it and but. Right now, uh, my mindset, and I'm just speaking for me, it's not the the time for me to talk right now because I'm gonna say something that's going, I'm not worried about hurting feelings. I make no apologies for anything that I say or what I was about to say. So I make no apologies for that, but it's things that would get me in trouble on other lines that I have to worry about because I have a career uh, that I also have to think about. Also, um, this is not solely my platform this is a platform I share with my brother so I, I'm also looking out for them so I'll keep my uh views a hundred percent you know off air and those are things that I'll talk to my brothers about when we're sitting around talking and we're expressing nothing but diving into tonight's Thursday night program uh Just a quick and dirty recap of NFL week four, Um, week four, geez, it's not even week four, Uh, week two. um, The big story of the week, (laughs) the Cowboys came back and won 49, I mean, 40 to 39 against the Falcons. Now I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I don't know anybody that on in this region that uh watched that game live. But to see that and to actually pick the Cowboys to win was great for me. But to see that onside kicking, you see three fouls standing around not going after the ball. Please tell me, Delonte. Please, as a as a football fan, as a coach, how did that make you feel?
1: I you 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 got to think about uh, you know is, is the Falcons are they eternally cursed because you know they're no strangers to you know being on a receiving end of unfortunate comebacks of historical proportions. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean you know what I'm saying of course the whole New England Super Bowl debacle twenty eight three and then that just wither away, but for that, it was up 39-24, like, the game was over, it was over. And then Dallas, you know, they they punched it in, two-point conversion, punched it in, two, you know, onside kick, punched it in, two-point uh, point conversion. Oh, no, then uh, the field goal to win the game, I was just like, bruh, what? So, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you know, for them to, bear, you know, saying like, bear witness to another historical collapse. I don't know. I mean, I know something inside of him has got to be like, man, I might have to might request a trade or, or, or something because this, this ain't it in Atlanta. Not it. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're, I think, Arthur Blank still owns uh, Atlanta. If mm-hmm. you're Arthur Blank, if you're the GM, or uh, is... Well, if you're Arthur Blink, uh, is your GM and your coach, Dane Quinn, on the hot seat to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, y'all not even going to finish out the
1: team? Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm surprised neither one received their walking papers because I believe they, they too were a part of the whole Super Bowl collapse as well. So, for this to happen twice, um, this... It speaks volumes, man. You know what I'm saying? It speaks volumes, and, and, and they, I know uh, Mr. Blank, he probably like, it's something, you know, for this to continue to happen. So, yeah, you had to look at the coach, because I believe there's a riff that I was reading, there is some sort of riff, and the coach is involved in that riff. Um, but I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember who the riff is with. I don't know if it's with ownership, or GM. Um, but yeah, you gotta look at the GM too. You know what I'm saying? Because the GM, you know, he 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 plays a uh an integral hand and and you know putting the team together. So you know, you it's that team cursed, man. I said it Sunday, that team is cursed. That team <laughs> is cursed. they can gonna be up 50 to nothing, and you and that lead won't be safe, right?
0: And it's funny you say that because we we talk about it all the time. I've had, heard plenty of Washington football team fans before they changed the name. Oh man, we need to change name. We curse, we curse, we curse. And that was what I would always say. You gotta think about Atlanta, uh, the Jets, the Browns, um, the Chargers, and we'll get to the Chargers in a second, but you gotta think about all those other teams. That that's cursed right there. Teams that haven't won the Browns haven't won any games of significant since the late 80s. And those are playoff games, and they lost some of the greatest playoff games. The fumble, the drive. uh, What was it? Uh, Rocket Wright 88 against the Raiders. They've lost some of the greatest playoff games. That's cursed. To be on the doorstep that many times and never set foot in the Super Bowl. That's cursed. Um, as I said, with the charges, uh, we were supposed to have a matchup with Patrick Mahomes versus Terod Taylor, but Terod Taylor didn't play Sunday, and it came out, you know, said, "Oh, he had a chest injury in pregame." So it comes out that the doctor accidentally punctured his lung, giving him a painkiller shot. For his rear. Wow. How, Sway? How? That's the first thing I see. And I actually put it on the sideline jungle space. I said, how, Sway? How? You're a professional doctor. Now, I've only heard something like this. It happened. But if you think back, let's go back in time. Uh, what was that? 2001. Mm-hmm. AFC championship game. New England Patriots versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is heavily favored in this game. But pregame, Jerome Bettis goes to get a quarter zone shot. Doctor hits the nerve in his knee. So he cannot play because his knee swelled up. Amos Zerwey has to start. Amos Zerwey fumbles three times. Patriots go on to win. They go to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but that's kind of iffy to me. But Justin Herbert did have a pretty damn good game. Oh, um, yeah. start. So that's your future you're looking at. That's who you gotta, you're got going to have to play against. He was 22 or 33, 11 1-1, one, one, one touchdown, 1-7. One that's pretty damn good for uh, a first game, I will say. That. And they took Kansas City to overtime. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, uh, Terrell
1: Taylor is out indefinite. If I were him, I would possibly look to foul some sort of grievous against the team. Yeah, I agree. That, that team doctor should be fired. That's your starting quarterback. Your starting quarterback. He's, he's the most important role player on your football team. And then for you to be so careless, it should be fired. Makes no sense.
0: I agree with you wholeheartedly, brother. I really do. Um, Moving on to Sunday night, uh, another matchup that was really good. Uh, Seahawks beat the Patriots 35-30. Russell Wilson did Russell Wilson things. Um, Monday night's game was a good game, but it was a shocker. I didn't expect the Raiders
1: to come out looking like that. Them boys look good. Yeah, yep. They, although then uh, we share the same division. Yeah, they they are. Gruden got them looking good, man. David Carr, he wasn't dinking and dunking. He looked uh, posed and, and and confident in his throws. Um, I got my I got some thoughts on the Saints as well, <laughs> but. The, yeah, I, I I can't take nothing away from the Raiders, man. You know, um, rival or, or or no rival, they I'm impressed. Well, lay it on me, lay it on me with them uh, them thoughts and Saints. So the well, I'm, I'm actually gonna be actually kind of zone in on a uh, particular player from the Zinc, uh, from the Saints. Um, their quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, Drew Brees looks like father time is is like kind of. Standing next to him like Drew, it's time. It's time to hang him up. Drews look slow. Drews look a little disoriented. Um, you know, he's trying, he's trying, but it looked like you know, that the the game is a little too fast for him now. And it looks like Father Tom has finally presented himself. I mean, yeah, you know, they won and one, they beat the Bucks. You know, he he beat another quarterback. Twilight time looked like is, you know, kind of knock is is at his doorstep as well, trying to get in, enter the house. But yeah, Drew Brees, man, that I watched that Monday night game and he just looked, ah uh, it just, just looked old.
0: You know? you know, he even looks in it, he looks in the face. I think it's the haircut that did it. Yeah, he, he somebody said he started to look like Al Bundy. Yep. <sighs> I just, uh, I don't want to see it in, but, you know, of course, you know, on the field, Drew Brees is one of my favorite players and always will. <laughs> Off the field, that's something totally different. We're not even going to get into that. But uh, yeah, we <laughs> featured a lot of head-to-head matches because black quarterback play has been talked about this season. Very, very, very much so. Um. Let's see. You had, uh, uh. Matter of fact, the Monday, the Sunday night game. You had, uh, uh, uh Russell Wilson versus Cam Newton. You had you. Well, you were gonna have Terod Taylor versus Patrick Mahomes, but you had Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray versus Dwayne Haskins. Um, uh, it, it was just it was a plethora of. Black quarterbacks going head to head. And these are not guys that, you know, they're in there. Kyler Murray, and I said it Sunday, Kyler Murray is, he, he, he's the, I want to see his arm strength. That's the one thing that I want to see. I want to see if he can consistently throw a deep ball on target. Because if he can, he's going to be a combination of follow me on this Pull my coat and follow me. You're going to like this. He's going to be a combination of War Moon, Michael Vick, and Randall Cunningham. Hmm. And a Russell Wilson body. And Now, think about that. War Moon was an excellent pocket passer, but he could get out of the pocket when he needed to. He right. wasn't going to kill you for 100 yards a game. He might give you 12. But he killed you with his arm. Randall mm-hmm. Cunningham killed you with his arm and his leg. And uh, Michael Vick, he could kill you in a West. If Michael Vick was in a West Coast offense his whole entire career, he'd be a Hall of Famer. But he could kill you with his legs, but he could throw that thing deep. Randall Cunningham could throw that thing deep. And I mean they could hit. If Kyler Murray could hit deep consistently, he might as well go ahead and hang it up because it's old. Now Lamar Jackson's gonna have Lamar Jackson. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'll even say Tom Brady. They're going to have Russell Wilson. They're going to have another young puppy coming into their round as best quarterback in the league. If he can stay healthy and he can hit that deep ball, he's already trending towards best quarterback. I just want to see him throw a deep a few times. That's it. He ain't got to do it all the time. Just a few times to know that, that I know he can do Because he made our defense. Look, suspect, and I know we're not stuck. I mean, he still makes mistakes. He's young; I expect it. But I am truly a Kyler Murray fan, like really,
1: a fan. I agree, man. Same here. I th- yeah, I think uh, Cal he, he he can only get better, and yeah he, he actually has a good cast down there with them. Come to think about it, those guys, they 2-0. Yeah. Yeah, they 2-0. They beat the Niners and then, you know, they they beat the Redskins. So, yeah, they they 2-0. Wow. Well,
0: we're going to stick with the NFL and we're going to move over to uh, the Hall of Fame. Now, they're talking about votes for the Hall of Fame for the class of 2021 and who's eligible. Now, you know, they they do the fan vote first. Uh, Here's a few names that are eligible. John Abraham, David Akers, Sean Alexander. And Sean Alexander, I asked, what was that, about a month ago, I asked you about him. I asked a lot of guys about him. Was he a Hall of Fame? And lo and behold, he is on the list. Um, Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Mike Allstott, Gary Anderson, Willie Anderson. Rondé Barber, Tiki Barber, Cornelius Bennett, Matt Burke, Drew Bledsoe, uh, Tony Baselli, Lance Briggs, Lomas Brown, Ruben Brown, Teddy Bruschi, Leroy Butler, Ernest Bynum, Larry Sinners, Ray Childress, Dallas Clark, Ben Coates, uh, Nick Collin, Joshua Cribbs, Randall Cunningham, who we just mentioned not too long ago. Uh, Michael Dean Perry. Jake DeLone. They like coming. We want a DeLone. Corey <laughs> Dillon, Donald Duke and the driver. Warwick Dunn. Jason Neal. Henry Eller, Alan Fanica. Jeff Fegles. The Bricashaw Fergus. I remember when that cat got dragged. Jeez, I feel old. <laughs> London Fletcher, Jeff Garcia, Eddie George, uh, Kevin Glover, Leroy Glover, Mel Gray, Jordan Gross, Casey Hampton, Merton Hanks, Jason Hampton, Rodney Harrison, James Hasty, Priest Holmes, Tory Hope, Kent Hall. I know B'd be happy about that because Kent Hall was an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Jackson, Steven Jackson. It's a lot of names. It's a lot of old names. Chad Johnson on here. Um a lot of old names, new name. Uh, David Craig. Jamal Lewis, Ryan Longwell, uh, John Lynch, but it's a lot. Of, Logan Mankins. I don't understand how Logan Mankins on this on this uh, list, but okay. Peyton Manning, ah. Tim McDonald, Gerard Mayo, Willie McGinnis, Donald McNabb, Steve McNabb. Eric Metcalf and most people don't know about <laughs> Eric Metcalf unless you're old enough. Eric Metcalf was a beast returning kick in the 90s. He was always prone to break it and go all the way. Um, Sam Mills, Brian Mitchell's on here. So you know that's what my book was. Um Motion Mahana, one of your boys, Tom Naylor, Stol, uh, Lorenzo Neal, Leslie O'Neill. Joey Porter, Simeon Rice, Reggie Roby, Alan Rossum's on the Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel will never get a vote for me about anything. I did what he said about uh, Daryl Green. Um, Bob Sanders, Chris Sam- uh, Chris Samuels, Jeff Saturday, uh, Jimmy Smith, Jeremy Shockley, Neil Smith, Rod Smith, those are your boys. Uh, Chris Spielman to KO Spike, Ron Stark, Pat Willie. Darryl Talley, Steve Tasker, Fred Taylor, Zach Thomas, uh, Matt Turp. I mean, it's a, it's a list of guys. Herschel Walker, Wesley Wallace. a list of guys that are on this list. And if I had to pick a Hall of Fame play from this list, and I'm talking just straight career, it'd be easy. Because you already know Peyton Manning is on the headline 2021. That's no doubt. You already know. He's going to headline 2020. Now, if I got to pick four more guys, and then I got to pick from the senior committee, and I don't, I don't have the senior committee in front of me who's eligible from the senior committee, but it's easy. It's guys that, that are on this list that are first time on this list. I'm not putting them in. Tony Baselli has to go. Uh, in my opinion, Steve McNair needs to go. Some people say Donald McNair, eh. I don't know. But to be honest, here's my question for you. Do you think that the Pro Football Hall of Fame is kind of sort of just letting anybody that was flashy in and saying, the hell was that?
1: Mm, I would say... Was, um, that's a good question. I would say no. I would say no. You know, just like you mentioned, of course, Peyton is definitely going to headline the class. Like, that's just, you know, that's just written. But flashy players. Um, nah, because I mean, I'm sure you know most of them. Look at the career stats as well. Um, Eric Metcalf. Um Claf, I'm, Claf, I'm sorry. He should definitely be in. Should definitely be in. Um, you mentioned a name, I was like, hmm, Donovan McNabb. Um I will put McNabb in. He did take Philly to A suo. They didn't win. They got close, but I mean because his, his right receiver was playing with like a broken leg or something. Yeah, T.O. had that broken
0: ankle, but still had
1: uh, what he had four catches, almost a hundred yards in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was killing.
1: So, you know, the yeah. uh, flashy players. Mm, yeah, I would say yeah. I've seen my fair share of fla- uh, flashy players over the years be abducted. Not a lot, but my fair share. I, I just, I, I think that
0: they're going to go, and they've been doing it. Like, guys like Steve Tasker. And I think, I know if I could, I'd call Gary right now, Gary Adams. And I'd say Brian Mitchell, Steve Tasker, even Reggie Roby. And he would say they're not Hall of Famous. But Reggie Roby, just like Ray Guy, was one of the guys that made it possible, made, made the need for clocking hang time. In the NFL, because they could hang a punt and flip the field. And, you know, like Tressway, Way. Tress, Tress Way didn't have any touchback flash. And he could put the ball in the air. He didn't outkick his coverage. And he could pin you. And you could play defense from there. Reggie Roby was like, it. Steve Tasker was a great gunner. And Steve Tasker did everything. And I'm like, he doesn't get the respect. Brian Mitchell, number two in all purpose yards all-time in the NFL. Now, everybody else, the other nine players that are on in the top ten are all in the Hall of Fame. He's the only one not in the Hall of Fame. It's things like that. You know, what kept Art Monk out? Because, oh, he didn't have any spectacular catches. I, and I've actually, I heard a writer say that. I wouldn't vote for Art Monk because he doesn't have any spectacular catches. He doesn't have any catches that stand out to me. The okay. numbers speak for themselves. Yes, they do.
1: And he got the rings, too. Three of them. Yeah.
0: When he walked away from the game, he was number one in nearly every receiving category. Jerry Rice came along and broke all his record. And I'm like, B always says, he says, where were they ranked at when they retired? He was number one. That's like Jerry Smith. Now, Jerry Smith was a tight end here in Washington in the 70s, the, the 60s, and the 70s. I think he played, yeah, he played in the 60s and the 70s. He played under Vince Lombardi, he played under uh, George Allen. And when he retired, he led all tight ends in every statistical category all the time until Ozzy Newsom came. And Ozzie Newsom broke his record. And uh, who was it? Um, Brig Owens used to play here. Brig Owens said he bet money that if Jerry Smith wasn't gay, he'd be in the Hall of Fame already. He said that's what's holding him out of the Hall of Fame because of his lifestyle. His came lifestyle. Never, yeah, he came out, but actually, he never really came out. It it was found it it was found out later on in life, and it was never public knowledge. Wow. And it came out later on in
1: life. I think it came out after his death. He said Jerry Smith?
0: Yeah. Gotcha. And one of the best pass catching tight ends. You know, tight ends used to block in the 70s and 80s. Yes, yes indeed. But it's, it's, it's thinking like that that pisses me off Because they don't get... Because you're not looking at the stat. They're not getting the recognition. We can, we, we can sit here and we can do three shows on just Hall of Fame induction process and how it's flowing. And I'm sure there's tons of people that would agree with though. But uh, we're going to move on. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and just move on. Um, NFL Week 3 started tonight and the Dolphins are killing
1: the Jaguars. Everybody picked the Jags tonight, Adi. Yeah, we, 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 we messed up. We screwed the pooch. 28-7. Dolphins over the Jaguars. Third quarter, winding
0: down. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to talk a little. Let's see what we got. Where's the format here? We're going to talk a little uh, NBA. And just (laughs) the conference finals are heating up. Miami's up 3-1. The Lakers up 2-1. The Lakers
1: play tonight, do not they? They're playing right now. You got a score for me. Uh, Yes, sir. I have L.A. 70, Denver 65. Third quarter with seven minutes left. Tight, tight, tight. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. Come right back. Don't go nowhere. You're
0: listening to the sideline. Channel. It's Thursday night. Okay. And just like that, we are back. I am flying solo now. Delonte had to jump, take care of some things. So it's just me and you, your mama and your cousin too. So say we was going to talk NBA. Delonte gave us an update on uh, Lakers and Nuggets tonight and i'm looking at the conference finals i mean it'd be great to have a lakers celtics finals i mean that's always great it's one of the greatest rivalries in basketball and it goes back generations so that you know that's always great but uh lakers miami is a it, it seems like it's a pretty damn good matchup that would go 7 uh Denver Miami be a pretty good matchup it doesn't matter Denver uh 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 Boston it doesn't matter who goes it's going to be a good matchup um <laughs> I'm 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 looking at this uh And this series pisses me off because the heat are there and I'm looking at how the heat play. I'm looking at Jimmy Butler balling out. Uh, Tyler hero got his man last night. He was a walking bucket. Um, but I'm looking at Jimmy Butler and if you've been listening to this show for the last three years, you know how I feel about Jimmy Butler. You know how I feel about Derrick Rose. Um two guys that started in Chicago, both drafted by the Bulls. Um, being a Bulls fan, awesome for me. Uh when Derek Rose went down, I just knew we were gonna lean on Jimmy to help elevate us. I was like, okay, this is we're gonna be alright. We're, we're gonna be alright. But then management decided that Jimmy you couldn't build around Jimmy. So they traded him. On draft night. Exactly. Exactly. One year. To the day. That they traded Derrick Rose. And it may sound like I'm a little emotional. I'm. It's not no little emotional. I'm a lot emotional. The night that they traded Derrick Rose. I remember pacing back and forth. Tears in my eyes. Because I was like, he he you can't get rid of him. He's gonna come back. And Derek Rose reinvented himself. He reinvented himself. And he balled out. Jimmy Butler, still the same guy. You know. He's still a walking bucket. Jimmy G. Buckets. What did G stand for? Gets. And you let that go then when the night that they traded Jimmy pacing back and forth tears in my eyes, what are y'all doing? I, how can a team I love so much hurt me so bad on a constant basis was my question. How? Cause it hurt. I mean, it hurt like hell to see Jimmy go, but I'm happy for him. And in all actuality, it's, It feels good because I'm like, keep doing what you're doing. You make it to the finals. Even if you don't win, you can still rub it in management face. This is what you could have had. If they would have built the team correctly, got the right person to coach at number one, Hoiberg wasn't the answer. Boylan wasn't the answer. So if you'd have got the right team together, right coach, we could have been in the same position. But it's another story for another time. I'm not even going to dwell on it. I'm happy for Jimmy. Um, we got a, what, Heat, Celtics tomorrow, 8.30, game five. They can clinch the Eastern Conference with a win and move on to the finals uh, to face the winner of uh, L.A. and uh, uh, Denver. So, We'll see how that works Um, Last but not least And I gotta Thank Oop for this one This is the greatest time of year And I didn't realize it Until he said it How great of a time sports wise This is We have For the first time I think this may be the first time It's ever happened we got college football NBA basketball MLB NFL MLB and NHL all being played at the same exact time. Sometimes on the same nights. Like we got a we got an Eastern Conference. Just, I mean, in in this moment, we got to take it. We got we got to take it in stride, and we got to enjoy it. We really do. Uh, I'm not gonna get uber political about it, but to all the people that oh, I'm not gonna watch the NFL, I'm not gonna watch NASCAR, I'm not gonna watch this, I'm not gonna watch that because. They, 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 you know, all the protesting and kneeling and stuff like that. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, if that's the case, that's more sports of us. I'm fine with that. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I'm good. But this right here is an awesome, awesome time. Um, I don't think we had a time like this in recent memory. Normally, you know, we'll get uh, NFL nba and nhl at one time and then that you know we'll probably get a little bit of m uh nba and i mean uh nfl and mlb so you know but now we have everything all at once man don't 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 sleep on this let's take this for what it is and enjoy it all right like i said i wasn't gonna hold y'all uh Delante had to jump on special assignment. B, Jim, Junie, Don, uh, Nubian Sumo James, Allen, all on special assignment tonight. Well, Don was on the division. That's where him and I were before, uh, this show began. So, (laughs) uh, thank you for listening. Um, it's, if you have not if you couldn't tell, this is, uh, it's been a rough rough show for me I'm stumbling over my words i'm my mindset is all over the place. I'm trying to focus on the task at hand, but it's kind of hard because I got other things brewing too so I'm trying to make sure none of my pots boil over on the stove and not putting nothing on the back burner, but I'm trying to be attentive so thank you for bearing with me and thank you for listening. This has been another sideline junkies production of the thursday night throwdown don't forget we on every single platform streaming wise all you got to do is hey easiest way to do it find a platform that you use whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, what have you subscribe so you don't miss an episode all right next up coming up saturday night You got the WrestleManiacs, that's the Nubian sumo, James, the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, and me, the big guy, KG. Coming in with class of champions picks and a few other tidbits that we got to get in there. And last but not least, before I get out of here tonight, uh, yesterday, we lost two legends. In the sports world, sports wrestling and football, uh, we lost Road Warrior Animal yesterday morning. Also lost the Kansas Comet, Gail Sayers. Uh, I can honestly say fans of both gentlemen. Of course, you know if, if you listen, you know how I feel about the Road Warriors, greatest tag team ever. And I'm sure the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, is going to give me a ration of shit about saying that because he doesn't agree, For his criteria is different. My criteria for the greatest tag team of all time, it's the Road Warriors, the Hart Foundation, and then it's everybody else. Sorry. (laughs) That's why it's my list, but rest in peace to both of those great gentlemen that's all i'm 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 not even gonna go any further that's it that's all y'all have a good night and i will see you and talk to you on saturday peace